Hilchus Paraduma Perikasiri Halacha Alf Hamamale Mayim Lekidush. When you fill water up from the spring, in order eventually the purpose of the purposes of afterwards putting ash on it. Doesn't have to be the same person who fills the water up and does the sprinkling. One person could be mekadosh to put the ash in the water, and one person could could spray could sprinkle it. So now the Ramam now brings in three things. We start with the mamale. But now we're going to Mekadosh and Mazah. So Ruvain could fill the water up from the spring. Shimon could put the ash in the water. And Levi can dip the Aziv in and sprinkle on the person who's Tommy Mace. A person could fill up water from a spring into a keli. And pour from, pour from one keli to the other. And Mekadosh another keli. So I fill up with, from the spring with the blue keli. Pour into the red keli. And put the ash in the red keli. It's fine. In fact, I could split it up even. And again, after you put the ash on the water, again, if you want to pour from one cleat to the other for transportation purposes, you want to divide it in small cups of different people and then, and then uh, tra- transport it, all that is fine. There's no restrictions in that regard. Halacha base. Now, of course, based on what we said in previous prakim, all of that would have to be involved in one kiddush. Because otherwise, it's considered being involved in a separate malacha while you're before the water, before the ash is put on it. In other words, when we, when we said that you can pour from one cleat to the other before you put the ash on it, that presumably means you're doing it for the purposes of this kiddush. If you're dividing it in two cups and we're going to put the ash separately, that's considered a malacha that's independent of, of, of this first keli. That would be an issue. You see what I'm saying? All right, base. A person is allowed to fill up water from the spring for the purpose of paraduma, and leave it by him for safekeeping without putting the ash on it. Calls manshiut as long as you want. There's no expiration date. There's no problem involved in that. Now, of course, the only thing is you have to make sure that at every moment there's somebody who is the shamer of the water, who's not doing malacha. Because if there's somebody doing extraneous malacha with the, you know, while the water is under his jurisdiction, before he puts the ash on it, that passes the water. You can also transport it wherever you want, from place to place, city to city. At any point in time you want, you can put the ash of the paraduma on it, and... Uh, and use it wherever you want. Now, it sounds like you can do this outside of Eretz Yisrael as well, which is fine, right? Bring it outside of Eretz Yisrael, and people there want to become Tahar, so that while they're traveling or whatever it is, they're not going to be Matame anybody else. I guess that would make sense only right before the Gezerah of Chutz Eretz being Tame. That is, again, also legitimate. When you have water, you're ready Makadish. You're ready, put the ash and the paradigm in it. You can leave it by you, by you in storage, yamim v'shanim, for days and years, and any time you need, use it, until it gets used up. Again, the water, which does have the ash and the podium already on it, you can take it from place to place, from city to city, so there's no jurisdiction, there's no restrictions in that regard. So we're talking about water that has ashes or not? Both. Well, when he, when he, we're talking about both so far. It depends. When he says... Uh, that it's uh, it's mukudashin. My mukudashin means it has already been sanctified with the ash. Yeah. So that's what that this last scenario it was mukudash. The first part of the halacha was not yet mukudash. But both there's no restrictions in transportation. It was water without it. Or with ash. We said both scenarios. I'm saying in both scenarios. Correct. Now what about the ash itself? The ash also you could you could you could uh, keep it by you in storage. and take from place to place merely here. Now that Ramam t- basically spent the whole first part of the parak telling us, 
was that there's no restrictions in, in who does it. It doesn't have to be the same person. tells us that you can put, put it, take it wherever you want, do whatever you want with it. Didn't we say that it has to be in three locations? That's how they firmly divide it up. Once you do that, I want to give to, the, to my ten kids each a little bit for their, for their families, and do the hate, whatever. Now, um, or the water itself, yeah? Now that I'm going to tell us that in terms of, in terms of transportation, there is an instant One time, an episode happened, somebody had a keli that had in it to water, a paraduma water, which means, of course, the ass was put on it already, and it was in a boat, and they were going down the Jordan River, or up the Jordan River. They found that there was a kezayis of a corpse in the boat, and because of that, whatever room it was, the whole oil of the whole entire boat, you know, the whole oil was tummy. And the water became tummy as well. When that happened, and I guess it was a big deal because it was a situation where it was, it was, it was necessary, right? I'm sure it happened many times that the part of the water became tummy. They didn't make a gazera. From now on, no one's ever allowed to, you know, have part of the water on the north side of Yushalayim because it became tummy. But over here, it was a very clear episode that this happened because of an oversight and it was also a big deal, apparently. They needed it for an important purpose. And if I could throw my two cents, a river is a very good place to have these kind of things happen because the water is always moving. Right? You can't have control over the, the terrain as much. Akaponim, over here was in the bottom of the boat, though, not on the water, Mamish. But in any event, the water became Talmud. When that happened, the Sanhedrin at that time, I don't know which era in history this was, sometime between, you know, Moshe Abbeinu, obviously, and the, or Yeshua Benun and the... Um, and the end of the Gemara, the end of the Mishnah. So they made the best. Sanhedrin made a gzera. She'ein ma'avir mechatos. You're not allowed to transport water for the paraduma v'le'ei for chatos, or even the ash itself, because the ash itself could become tummy, as we'll see in certain contexts. Banahar on a river, ubesfina, or on a boat. He says ubesfina, meaning you're not allowed to take it on a river or on a boat. So you can't take it on a boat at all. Or well, we'll see. You certainly can't take them on a river, whether you're swimming, whether you're whether whether you're walking. You can't swim with them on the on the water. You cannot transport them over the water, even by throwing them across. For that matter, you probably couldn't even go on a bridge, even Maybe that I'm not sure. You can't throw it across. You can have it on a plane. Good kasha. Ram doesn't talk about talk about uh, the planes, obviously. But, but the question is good, right? So, so the question is, 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 so now, why is this? Again, because in this context, it seems because of a Nahar, even though it's a boat, because of a boat and rivers, somehow this creates a situation where this is likely to happen again. To prevent this likely scenario, or possible scenario, the Chalm made you cannot take them on, on rivers. Now, so the question is, so we'll see it soon, if that applies to rivers or to other, other bodies of water. A person is allowed to cross the river walking, even up to his neck. In his hand, he has the paraduma ash, or he has the mayim, the water that has the ash in it, or on it, right? That's not a problem. It's dafka swimming or dafka traveling on a boat that they didn't exert, because again, look, you have less control. You're less of a controlled state. But the water flows very easily, and things can be washed you down. You shouldn't be able to go on a swim, because in case there's a, a, a tumma on the bottom. Well, it's not likely that dead bodies in the bottom of the ocean, right? It's not a very common thing. Similarly, people in Kalim that are empty, which are tar for chatos, which means you table them, remember the shame paraduma. Remember that? that even a, even a keli that you just used to drink 
Truma wine is tummy for paraduma, right? It's a unique uh, gather. So therefore, it's mamish talachatas, mamish and ishmael talachatas, or water you filled up for the purpose of putting the ash on it. Vadainus kashi, you didn't put the ash yet. All these things, mavirin oisim ben haravasin, you're allowed to take them on a on a boat and on a river. They weren't gazer on anything which you're using for the paraduma. They only gazer on the actual ash itself or the water that already has the ash. Right, that's so. But Mashenkin, if it's just the fact that you, uh, you there's no there's no issue of, of going in, in in across the river on on a boat in order to go to sprinkle the ash on somebody else. Oh. The gazera was ash or water, which is, has the ash in it, should not be transported over a river or on a boat because of what happened. But it doesn't apply to other things which are part of, part of the related people or caleb. Only to the mamish, the ash itself, or the ash in the water. However, you're allowed to transport the ash, or the mayim, which has the ash, on a boat, in the Yamagodl, which means the Mediterranean, or any ocean, really, which is not a river. You're allowed to swim with them in the ocean. The only gzir was on mayim, and on the, on the, on the, the, the ash, by a river. Not other bodies of water. A river, and the chayyim are very posh. Even you look around, you look around the ocean. There's no kazayis mace floating around. You're safe. You can swim and keep looking around. A river, it's, if it's flowing fast, you can look around, and two seconds later, it's next to you. So it's much more of a, of a situation that could be compromised. Now, the previous halacha that says banahor ubesfina, which means a sfina even, even, even if it's not a nahar. Okay, so pasuk shad is the chayyim that nahar means the Jordan River. Or a boat, even if it's not a Jordan River. Basically, that l'chayda, any river, that, that's, that's the word, l'chayda. Not just the Yaradin. But, but I'm very clear, but if it's not a river, if it's a lake or an ocean, that's, that's not an issue. Dalit. You're allowed to carry water which you filled up from a, from a natural spring in order to, you want to go take it to the place of the ashes. You need this to say the water that already has the ash on it. Excuse me. If you're carrying the water to Mekadashit, or even if, it, and, and certainly if it already was a Skadish, you shouldn't have it carrying behind you, carrying it in front of you. Now, the fun of says, remember the issue of moving your attention is only before the ash is put on it. That's why you can't do any other But once the ash is on it, not a problem, right? Here the Ram says, you, surely shouldn't, you for sure shouldn't put it behind you if it has the ash on it. It's more of an issue. Why? Remember, it says, the Mishmar is this is not about malacha. There's a concept you're supposed to treat it with a sense of awareness. So, if you do something, not that you did another malacha, but you did something which is a very gross uh, uh, diversion of your attention away from it, as opposed to a case where, you're, where while you filled it up or while you're carrying it, you stopped at the Paschal Adin. Here, we're talking about a case where you did something very dem- demonstrating that, that you, uh, are, are, are not, you don't care about it. You're carrying it behind you. Right? Where do people carry the babies and, and those the things? Not behind them, usually in front of them, right? You want to protect the baby, yeah? So that's over here. If you put it behind you, that's considered not mishmeris. So if it's in front of you, it's fine. Now, it's not a problem to stop at Pascha Shaila, right? As opposed to before the ash is put on it. But once the ash is put on it, you ha- even before, you have, to, you have to at least treat it in a way of mishmeris. You could guard it. You have some jurisdiction over what happens over there. I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were What if you fill two barrels up? So... Oh, so now, 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 if you put it behind you, it's not because the it's possible, it's only with the How do I know? Because the Ram says, you fill two barrels, you put one in front, one back. Why? Therefore, it's the Yavsha, therefore the one behind you is Kasha. Because here, it's not, it's not a demonstration of not caring. Plus, you have no choice. What do you have no choice? The Torah says the Mishmeres, don't do both, do one at a time. 
Elamai, it's Metabanon. And the Chum, we're not going to that it's possible when you have no choice. So if you, if you put it behind you and you only have one, it's possible with Rabbanon. They get it to know because the if you use it anyways, the guy is not Tommy Matar anymore. So therefore, if he goes to the Vesemil, he's not Chayav Karas. It's just Metabanon. Okay. Hey. Mei Chata Sheshalkam Mishko. Chata's water. You had the ash on it already, which means again, you're allowed to do other malacha while you have it under your jurisdiction, right? And you weighed, you weighed it. You put it on the scale to see how much it costs, uh, how much it weighs, excuse me. If while you weighed it, um, right, you're right, he weighed it to know how much it weighs. I want to have to go carry this now to the next town. I got to know how, how difficult is that going to be, right? I should plan how many calories to put in my breakfast today, right? So, mm-hmm. right, so that's why he, so he, so he weighs it. it. Oh, <laughs> how much to charge the guy who's, well, he had to charge the person, but if when you did that, you were Messiah Das from it. If you had your intention on the kshayan. So again, the same idea is, is, is weighing it, putting it on a scale, considered not the So if you're not mishmeras, that's fine. However, if you use the mechatas and you weigh things against it, once you know it, costs, it, weighs, it weighs a pound, now you put potatoes on the other side, you know how much is a pound of potatoes. So since you made a weight out of it, it's possible. That's called being very irreverent, right? That's, called, that's not called mishmeras. Now, the rest, the rest of the halacha is a new topic. Call Elu Hatahirim. All the people that we said are tahar for Khatas. So Malin that filled the water up from the spring, and Mikachin, they put the ash on it, they spray on the person who's Tome. If you call a kelim Shamalin, Mikachin ben on any of the kelim they use for this purpose of filling up or Mimkadash them, or Shamazman and that you dip the hyssop in and you sprinkle from it. If they were Tfulyim, which means they were Tome, and you put it in the mikvah. Let's say Tomei from, uh, let's say, Sheretz or Nevela, and you put in the mikvah, but the sun has not set yet. Despite the fact the sun didn't set, it's Because anything which is part of related, filling it up, sanctifying the water, now why is Ram repeating himself over a year? I'm not totally sure. So that's why we. Of course, up until there, when he said this concept was leading up. Up to the preparations yeah. Of, of, yeah, yeah. Of, of walking to the, uh, the thing. Right. Here's okay. it's, here's the, here's like in the in the context of, of the, all the different technicalities. Good. So if you're totally you're not disqualified. That's because of the stoking, as we said earlier, that they said if you're is possible. Therefore, we not disqualified, we prefer, in fact, we uh, demand, if you will, right? We, we require any any keli which is able to be tailed from the mikvah, as opposed to a stone keli where it makes no difference, or an earthenware keli where it wouldn't help you. We tailed for them. We actually make them tame on purpose. And then you tailed for them. And afterwards, we use them for the mechatas. Like, just like we do for the person who sprinkles the paraduma. Now, why don't we do this with the person filling up the, from, from the, from the, the water? Only the, the kind is going to burn the paraduma and sprinkle it. Well, he's not going to sprinkle. He's going to burn the paraduma. We, we make him. We tell him with the shatterts. He goes to the mikvah. The guy who filled the, the water up later to bring for the and the guy who puts the ash on. We don't say he has to be fully in. Lechayr because that's more public. That's what I'm imagining. So therefore, it's a public statement of anti tzedeki. All right. Vav hakerl kshen lehazes. Which now interesting is that before we talked about only that person being tamei, the tamei with the with the sheretz. Now it says we daf make the kalim tamei. He didn't say that before. That uh, publicly make the kalim tamei to publicize that their that their approach is hepachatayda. Okay. Vav hakerl kshen lehazes. Every person is kosher to do the sprinkling of the paraduma ash onto a person's tamei mace. Right? I always imagine in my mind that there was. And I think it says somewhere that in Yerushalayim had a person doing it like a front window. Everyone would walk by and they would say, "Hey." 
<laughs> before Shalash Golan. They could be done anywhere by anybody. Chutz Isha, a woman can't do it because they are Shakasav. and a Tumtum who is a Safak Isha. Vandrigas and Drigas, which is a Safak Isha. The Cher is a person who is deaf mute, is not considered mentally competent. He doesn't, over here, he doesn't say it. He doesn't say it. Okay, one second, we'll get there. Vishaita and a brackets, Taka, yeah. That they're apostle because they're Bechal not considered bar, um, you know, bar Das, and you have to have Kavan, as we'll see. The cotton should ain by Das. A cotton doesn't have Das. Now, again, that depends on the age of the cotton, usually, and his intelligence. However, cotton. Who has das? He's koshel hazis. Okay. Remember to fill up the water. We said cheshet v'katan are not qualified, which was a whole question. If that's the case, with the homais with the kids and the sherem, they would they would walk them to the river and they would fill up the water. What's negayah? We said that that because of that's a chumrah shabachumrah. Therefore, the kids kosher, etc. But in terms of lahazis, is no problem. A kid who's a bar das, right? You know, you have a twelve year old kid who's a very eleven year old kid even is a very yeah, not an issue. He could do. He could sprinkle it. The a person who doesn't have a bris is kosher to sprinkle. The, the part of the water. She ain't the oral tummy. A person who's an oral is not tummy. Certainly, we treat him like he's tummy, but he gets carbonus sometimes. He can't eat a carbon, but he's not actually tummy. If you touch him, he's not tummy. Therefore, he's kosher hazes. Cotton sheish by das. A cotton who has das, who's kosher to sprinkle the water. Shehiza, that he did the sprinkling. Vaisha misadatai, and a woman who's uh, possible to, to, to do it is helping him. So, is that a problem or not? She held the water. She helped, she helped him hold the water in his hand, so she's supporting his hand. The sprinkling is kosher. If she's holding his hand while he sprinkles it, that's not a problem. The fact she's supporting his hand to hold this heavy barrel, maybe, of part of the water, I think that's what he means when he says, um, Let's see what he says. Yeah, so in other words, she basically... He's trying to turn it off, yeah. No, not really. So one second. So, 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 so yeah, she's holding, she's holding the container, basically. She's even holding his hand, hold the container. That's not a problem. But when he does the hazah, that it can only be him alone. No one can touch him. If she holds his hand, um... While he does the hazard then psul because she's considered to be involved in the hazard and that's a problem. Zayin. It doesn't mention anything about a goy because a goy obviously is not, is not allowed. Yeah, l'chari, l'chari, not, not in the picture, yeah. Yeah, l'chari, it's obvious. Zayin. Hamaz, tzarech, l'chav, l'chazaz, al-tomatari. The person doing the hazard has to have kavona that what he's doing is for the purpose of sprinkling on a person who's tome in order to retire him. Now, a cotton doesn't have das or cheshit, can't do that. That's why the apostle. A woman could, she has a bad das, she bad das, but it's just a kosif. Okay. In his uh, shalai b'kavana, what they sprinkle? Shalai b'kavana. There's time I want. I want to practice. You have to be walking by. Oh, perfect. No, as a psula doesn't count. love The guy who's tummy doesn't have to know. Whether the recipient is aware or not, smach l'shteis. Mechayiv even be sleeping. I think it sounds like. If I wanted to be sprinkle in this, in this direction, but it went behind me, by the wind, let's say. What? I'm not sure. Yeah, he says over there. Not, not the one. He was miscavum to go forward, and he. Ah. So he, so he, so he wants to like move his hand like in a way to do it far, and when he goes back, it goes behind him. She Yeah, like he said in the hour over here, that that. Um, one of the Pashtarayas that a person doesn't have to have Kavana when he's being sprinkled on him is because if you sprinkle on a Kaili, it's tar, right? Kaili to my mace. 
Shpikadem the Tahar. Pardu Mash. Do Kalim have intentions? <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, so he so he, he he makes a mo- movement like this, and while he goes back, someone behind him gets the water, right? But that was his kavod; that was just a movement that he made in order to go in front, in front. So it's not doesn't count. If I can't, he wants to go behind him, and when he's doing this, he, he go, a little goes in front. So that's not his kavod; therefore, it doesn't count. Because that's not considered kavod. He wants to go in front. But it doesn't go like a straight line, it goes a little bit to the side. That's considered in, in line with my intentions. I don't, I don't have perfect aim. Okay. But has a that's considered kosher. Yes. When you do the sprinkling, you dip the aze of the hyssop into the water. You don't have to dip it each time you sprinkle. You can dip and sprinkle until all the water is used up. This is very much unlike the blood when you sprinkle by the Kashakadashim, each time has to be its own own dipping, right? Dip the finger in the blood, sprinkle. And each fig, sprinkle requires a dipping, and vice versa. So here it doesn't not the case when it comes to the Mayim. Good. You can sprinkle with one hazan, many people. Many I feel even a hundred. Anyone who has the tiniest mashu of water, touch him. Tar. As long as I had kavanah to spray on you. If I didn't know you were there because you were wearing camouflage, so that doesn't count. So I have to at least know you're there. I dipped it, and when I dipped it, it was for the purpose of sprinkling. So, so ad kan is kavanah and hazah. What about the tefillah? The tefillah also has to have kavanah. I dipped it because I want to sprinkle on Chaim Yankel, who's talking to us mess. Uh, on a matter, on, on, on an object, a cave, excuse me, or on a person. However, instead, I sprinkled it on something which is not or So, in other I actually, I actually did the did the tefillah for a good kavana, and then I used it. Um, it was if if if, if, if it was used in vain. Yeah, exactly. So now the water is still dripping from the azev. Can I, is that possible or kosher? If there's still water, you don't have to dip it again because that, the, the tefillah was good. My motion to, to sprinkle it on this keli, which I thought was made of metal and therefore tummy to a mess, but I realized it's actually stone, shiny stone, so it's not tummy to a mess, that doesn't pass the water that's, that's on the aziv still. Or you could, rather instead, you could just keep sprinkling on the people who need it or the keli, which are takatame. Because the dipping in the water was kosher, the water on the Ezev remains kosher. It doesn't pass it. If I dipped it to put it to speak on something, which is not Makabotum, I didn't know. I thought my, my horse is this Tommy now that there was a dead person in the house. I thought that, that this stone Kaylee is Tommy or this flat wooden Kaylee. I didn't know. And then I take a sprinkle on the. Uh, so I dipped it for the wrong reason. And then I, I spritzed on, on the horse and on the stone Kaylee and on the, 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 the people who talk and eat it. Or I, mean, I, I did it only people need it. I, I, part of the point is, is that I, I dip it for the wrong reason, but I sprinkle it for the right reason. Because the tefillah was no good. You have to dip it a second time. While you dip it, have the right kavana that you're going to do it for a person who needs it. Or an item which needs it. Good. Test. I dipped it, and I dipped it for the purpose of sprinkling it on a behemoth, for example. Is that a legitimate tefillah? No. Um, so now the question is, this water I can't use. What do we say is the din if a drop of tap water or any stam random water gets mixed into the water that has the paraduma ash in it? But it's, the whole thing is also, right? The whole thing is possible. 
So does this water that now I dipped it in for the wrong reason, if it drips back, if, I, if it drips back, is that a problem? So that the water which is still dripping from the Ezev is kosher. The therefore, if the water from that Ezev fell into the Kali, I dipped in that water again in order to, to sprinkle for the right reasons, it's kosher. Even though that, that water is not legitimate part of Duma water, but it was. Now, the, what the problem is in the, in the Gavra, the problem is in the, what, the, 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 what I did with it, if you will. It lets me come ash water. You have to now dip it in in order to make it back into the state where it, where it can be used again. But it's not, like, it's not like tap water, that's the point. All right. Good. May chatas and ismatu, chatas water that gets diminished. Either used it up or it evaporates, yeah? You could dip in them, even if you have to, let's say, um, if you really dip the very small tips of the of the stalk of the hyssop, so it really can get wet. Because like the big stalk, I won't touch it because it's like in the corner of the keli. You have to use the small the small ends. You can't be misapic, which is like sponge it. Like Ramadan Pishamishnayis calls it the way you would wipe a container mm-hmm. from to dry. That's not the he you can't says, do that. Yeah, what does he call? What does he say? Okay, you have a flask that has a very thin opening. So how do you dip the hyssop in? It's like, like this. So uh, you dip and, and you dip into it and you pull it out the, the regular way. Each time you do it, now if you're worried, one second, maybe some of the water that because the opening is so narrow, when you take it, they move the, remove the, the azov, some of the water dripping is going to drip onto the rim. And then when I dip, when I dip a, second, a second time in, some of the water on the azov is going to come from the rim, not from the actual keli inside. That the should be a problem. So, so the rim is a problem. Yeah, but 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 uh, but, 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 uh, but tips of water that are remained from from a hazoya. Wait, wait a second. He doesn't. It's a problem. He says. He says. He says. It's, you 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 would think tells us the You don't have to worry about that. Oh. Why? I'm not sure. I guess be careful and then try your best not to do it. It could be the evidence because it's part of the keli. I'm, I'm not sure why the poil will be passing. It's not an issue. But that's the din. The din is you can keep doing it and don't worry about it. Now, it must be done with an azov, right? Yeah. Teresa says very clearly, right? What's the pasukim over here? I know yeah. that, but... Uh, it, right? But it's, 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 uh, it's something that's, that's a menea. And water, sure. what kind of water? Maim Chaim. Maim Chaim. Right? Has to be from uh, from. Uh, well, from nah, sure. it, it becomes sure. Yeah. No, yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah. That's not a problem. It has to be from Ma'am Chaim. Yeah. Right, Paradum water is possible for a mikvah, but it's Paradum, right? So, and a mikvah is possible for Aduma because it, it could be possible for Aduma because Megi Shamim is is good for anybody except for Azov, and but Paradum water can be has to be Ma'am Chaim, right? So it's not the Yesh B'Zemash Emazeh. What's the Loshen Apostle by Pasha's Paradum? We're going to lay in next week, two weeks. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> 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 <la